Good evening and welcome to tonight's show from DJN TV, Disc Jockey News TV. Tonight's show is brought to you by Electra Voice, DJ Event Planner, DJ Trivia, Odyssey Innovative Designs and Cases, NLFX Professional, Promo Only, and the DJ and TV Insiders. She has been a driving force in Thunder Bay's bass music scene for nearly a decade. She's no stranger to Festival Sub-Zero, Live Free, Live Righteous, Love and Kindness Festival, Tumblestone, and Dimensional Riff. Today we're chatting with the one and only Lysis. Her resume includes opening slots for incredible touring artists, including Layback Luke, Cheat Codes, Grand Theft, Diesel Boy, Downlink, and more. But it doesn't stop there. She truly is the change she'd like to see in her scene, supporting homegrown talent in town and the surrounding areas. As founding member of the Thunder Bay Bass Collective, key organizer for Sub-Zero Music Festival and the former director and stage manager for the Love and Kindness Fest, you're going to want to hear her take and experience in this interview today. Lysis, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to hear more about your story and what you've got going on. So let's hear about the early days when you first got into the industry. What did that look like? How did it lead you to DJing? And, you know, how's that journey brought you to where you are today? Uh, well, I started pretty slowly. I've been dabbling with DJing for about 10 years now. Um, I grew up in a pretty small town where I had limited exposure to electronic music. Um, but in high school, um, I would start going to some house parties where there were guys that would bring decks out and, and DJ, and I was immediately interested. <laughs> I've always kind of been the person to seek out new music and curate playlists for my friends, burning CDs and stuff, so it seemed like a natural step for me to, to get behind the decks. So, uh, so I was fortunate that uh, the guys DJing at the parties I was going to were really open to teaching me things. So I would just kind of hang around the deck, see what they were up to, and slowly picked up a few things. Uh, after high school, I moved to Thunder Bay, and there was actually a bit of a scene here. So I went to some events, kind of networked with some local DJs and promoters, and it kind of snowballed from there. Oh, yes. After I moved to Thunder Bay, I picked up a pair of my own decks and kind of started dabbling with things a little more. Um, there wasn't a ton of a scene here, so it was a lot of DJing in my kitchen with my friends. Um, eventually, somebody started a local open decks night, and that's kind of where things really took off. I signed up every chance I could and uh, kind of got practice playing in front of an audience at that point. I love how you mentioned you were like making these mixtape CDs early on. I feel like that's a very uh, familiar story for a lot of us. I know for me, I was making like mix VH or VHS tapes, <laughs> music <laughs> videos. Uh, and yeah, so you've been just rocking it. Um, and now you're booked for all these festivals this year. For some DJs, this is like the funnest part of the year, festival season. 
It really is. I'm excited to get to be a part of some of these bigger events. I mean, I've been going to festivals for a long time now and attending some of the smaller local ones, but this will be my first time actually participating as an artist in some of the bigger scale events. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. And you're playing some really awesome ones. It looks like I'm going to be meeting you in person at Emotion this year. I'm curious, um, what about festival season do you love the most and how do you make the most of your time when you are at these events? Well, my favorite part of it is just getting to see new places. I try to go to festivals that I haven't been to instead of the same ones every year Um, and seeing the different scenes and meeting different people that go to the different types of events. Um, I'm not the most extroverted person, so it's a little bit harder to meet people, but I usually just try to get involved, especially in the stage type stuff. I find that's a good way to kind of get to talk to other artists and meet fans and, uh, yeah, just get to know people. And I imagine it's a little bit more of an intimate setting to talk to people back there as opposed to you know, out on the dance floor when there's so many different people. It's like you could, I I imagine you're having more one-on-one conversations that way. Exactly. It's a little easier to just strike up a conversation with someone as opposed to walking over and being like, hey, random person. (laughs) (laughs) So what is an experience in your career um, that really stands out to you? Uh, Maybe it was a time when you questioned whether or not you should continue DJing and what was the lesson you learned from the experience? How did you move forward? Yeah, I don't know about one specific example, but um, especially getting things started in Thunder Bay, um, I struggled with the genre selection a lot. Drum and bass has always been my passion. There wasn't always really an audience for it here. Uh, So I found myself kind of changing my style, playing something a little more mainstream to cater to the audience and the types of bookings that I was getting. And I was feeling a little bit defeated because it wasn't really what I wanted to do. So there was a bit of a question of whether I should keep doing this or just stop. And I kind of just looked to people outside of the local scene just to see what they were doing. Um, actually, the drum and bass girls of Canada and DJ SWAT were a big inspiration. <laughs> um, so seeing that people were doing what I wanted to do and able to be successful at it was a little bit more reassuring that, you know, I don't have to just look at what's going on here in order to succeed. There are There is an audience. I can be successful doing the music that I want to do. I love that you shared that. That is so powerful to see people doing the things that you're doing, people that look like you, act like you, are interested in the same things. I I think that's such an important lesson when you're feeling like, can I make this work? Can I not make this work? Especially since you're in, uh, like you said, a scene that is still quite small and it's a smaller city. So you're making the best of it. I really, I love that. That's really inspiring. Thank you. And I, I have to say it has gotten a lot better in Thunder Bay, just as electronic music as a whole has kind of gotten more popular. There's, we've definitely built more of a scene for the underground type stuff 
um, which is really exciting to see happening. Well, yeah. Why don't you tell us about that, the events that you're involved with in your local scene and how you've seen it grow over the years? Yeah. So um, I used to be involved with a smaller local festival. It's not happening anymore, but that was really cool to kind of bring festival culture to Thunder Bay because there wasn't anything like that happening. Um, Some of the people I met through that, uh, we've been able to, um, to start some more events. So my good friend Rombi and I started uh, the Thunder Bay Bass Collective. Started out as a Facebook group and we've kind of turned that into promoting local shows, kind of really showcasing bass music and the styles that we really like. And um, we're hopefully going to turn that into more of like a collective of local artists doing live streams, things like that. Um, earlier this year we started um, we call it Sub-Zero Music Festival. So it's like a winter event because there's never anything happening in the dead of winter around here. Uh, So just multiple venues indoors, uh, same thing, just trying to showcase more of the local artists. Um, It was really a lot of fun this year. We're hoping to expand it a little more next year with um, maybe some panels from local artists and producers and maybe some workshops too, if we can swing that. I love that. Oh my gosh. You're just building community from every angle. That's wonderful. (laughs) And you're, yeah, you're creating, you're helping to be a part of creating the scene you want to see. I think that's so important because a lot of DJs can get stuck and say, you know, there's no shows like this. There's no events that are booking DJs like me. And, you know, you just turn around, work with your friends and go for it. Start, uh, creating that space so that is so wicked (laughs) yeah it's like you can be a nomad or you can just go for it love it um so on that note you know let's talk about goal setting what importance do you place on that and how do you ensure that you follow through maybe you can give us an example Yeah, so I definitely think it's important to set goals. And it's also really important for me to keep them realistic. So, you know, as cool as it would be to say get booked for Shambhala or EDC, that's not likely to happen for me in the next year, let's say. So uh, I start with something smaller, like maybe just getting a booking outside of my local scene or outside of my city. And I follow through on it just by sharing it with other people that are in a similar place, you know, talking with my friends who have similar goals and we kind of help hold each other accountable. And, you know, once you've told somebody about it, it's like, okay, now I have to do this. So (laughs) I find that's the best way for me. I like that because it's not saying you can't play Sham or EDC, but it's, you know, maybe that's a five-year goal or a 10-year goal and you're still setting these other goals that you can achieve on the way. Exactly. Baby steps. (laughs) Yeah. Well, to end off this awesome interview, are there any last thoughts you'd like to share with us? Maybe some upcoming events, music mixes you think everyone should know about? Uh, Well, I'm always doing events in Thunder Bay. Usually at least once a month, we've got something going on here Um, with the Thunder Bay Bass Collective. We're about to start a twice monthly live stream. So that's something to keep an eye out for. And we have a Facebook group 
for the Thunder Bay Bass Collective, but we'll be basing everything out of there. And I'm planning to record another mix before festival season starts just to kind of get myself excited for, for that. So that'll be coming soon on my SoundCloud. Make sure to link people with that so that we're on, when they're on the road to you know these different festivals, they have something to listen to. And for the rest of you that are tuned in to the interview, was there anything that she said that really stood out to you, inspired you, maybe some insight that you want to apply to your life today? Let us know in the comments below and let us know, how, like, what goals are you setting and how are you going to accomplish them? As always, make sure you don't let no one kill your vibes. 